Welcome to the Thrive in Fertility podcast brought to you by the Quillet Institute, your mental health resource to support you during your season of infertility. We are here to help you thrive. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Thrive in Fertility podcast. This is your host, Kathy Quillet, CEO of the Quillet Institute and owner of Tennessee Reproductive Therapy. I'm excited that you've decided to join us for another podcast Today, I have somebody that I'm getting to know who I'm already finding to be just a super big gem and contributor to the mental health conversation to infertility and advocating for women. Today, I have Dr. Lori Johnson with me. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist and coach in private practice with more than 25 years of experience as a clinician, educator, and clinical supervisor. She specializes in women's health and women's mental health and reproductive health. She helps her clients overcome the emotional challenges that come with infertility, including pregnancy loss and emotional trauma. She also helps couples who have been divided by their fertility journey strengthen their connection. Dr. Lori is a clinical fellow of the American Association for Marriage and Family Therapy and has served on its state and national boards. She's also a a member of the American Society for Reproductive Medicine's Mental Health Professional Group. She lives in Los Angeles with her husband and toy poodle, who I just saw walking around in the background and is adorable. In her spare time, she enjoys salsa dancing, traveling, reading, and riding her motorcycle. Dr. Lori, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. And I'm just going to say, I just read that last part of your bio for the first (laughs) time right now, and you enjoy salsa dancing and riding your motorcycle. Yes, very different types of hobbies. Um, but yes, I'm a Harley Davidson gal and um, I have a purple motorcycle. And uh, Yes, you do. Yes, I do. And I've named it uh, Purple Rain So, because I'm a huge Prince fan. <laughs> <laughs> your coolness meter in my mind has <laughs> so many steps up. I love that. Oh, thank you. Thanks for joining me today. So in getting to know you just a little bit, Dr. Lori, we have talked about your passion as a professional and, uh, and so I want to hear about that, but I also hear how you kind of pivoted professionally once your own story of infertility was kind of wove into your personal story. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that with us? I'd love to, you know, I was practicing, um, you know, in, you know, seeing clients in my private practice for a number of years. And, and I started to notice a progression of women that I was seeing who were talking about family planning struggles with, with growing their families. And so that was obviously my first introduction to professionally to working with women in the infertility community. Um, I wasn't married at the time. And, and so there was a way that I was doing the work, but it didn't necessarily kind of have this personal impact in the same way that it did. Once I did meet my, my husband later in life through, um, motorcycle riding and that was uh, what joined us together and you know and we decided to obviously we got married and then a few months afterwards it's like well you know we're settled let's start trying and you know it wasn't very easy for me Mm -hmm. I was one of those women who did get pregnant right away and I know that's really hard to hear um, but I was you know I had I just I was losing children and Mm -hmm. and uh, and then 
you know, because of my age, I was thrust into IVF um, and that process didn't necessarily work for me initially. And then decided, you know, after a year and a half of treatments with, you know, one pregnancy or chemical pregnancy to, to show for it, decided to, you know, just take a break, um, spend some time with the hubby, travel, you know, ride and um, had another miracle pregnancy and unfortunately a, another loss. Um, and so after that, you know, it, it definitely changed, you know, who I was personally and professionally. By that point, I had four pregnancies and four losses and, um, and was pretty, pretty down. Um, and, you know, when you're doing that kind of work in the community and then now you're experiencing the very things that your clients are going through, it does become a little bit more complex and complicated in terms of how to, to navigate that. So I had to you know, get some support in figuring out how to pivot and going through my own intense grieving process that went on for, for several years that you know, once I kind of came through that, really shifted my, my practice and, you know, how I dedicated myself to wanting to make sure I filled the gaps in terms of what the community needs. Because I remember going through this and figuring out, um, and my dog might be wanting to add a little something to the to conversation too, but, um, but Bye, yeah, baby. it's a so little more, come here. So, um, and Amori, by the way, my, my little dog, she is what we call an infertility pup. So we, we got her during the journey to, to kind of help uh, soothe some of the emotional distress, but she's just super cute and just, you know, another, another place to kind of devote, you know, a little bit of love and, and affection and attention when you know, there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Infertility pups. So cute. <laughs> so... In working, I mean, thank you so much for sharing your story. I know that you do a lot of work. I see your name a little bit of everywhere. So I'm excited that you're here, but also just thanks for contributing through your own pain to the story at large. Thank you. Because I think that's really, really necessary. Um, yeah, I love to be able to see. I did my own story of infertility 10 years ago. I actually also had recurrent pregnancy loss. Mm -hmm. And um you know, 10 years ago, there wasn't a lot around the country. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm excited for voices like yours that, you know, maybe future generations won't have to look so long and hard to be able to get yeah. support. Now, Dr. Lori, in your practice, what are women facing? They're coming to you and they're struggling with infertility or pregnancy loss. What, what are they bringing to therapy? I think they're bringing, they're bringing a sense of despair, a sense of exhaustion, um, some, some disbelief uh, around the fact that this is, this is happening to them. Um, some of them are in various you know, points of the, the, you know, being diagnosed. Um, and, and I think the hardest is for my gal struggling with unexplained for, unfor, you know, infertility, because that's just this space where it feels so unclear about why this is happening. And if you don't know why it's happening, it, it feels like it makes it even harder to figure out how to, to deal with it or manage it. Mm -hmm. And, and so part of the work that I help or what I do in my work is really trying to help them make peace with the process because there's so much 
despair and challenging feelings that we don't have control over. Um, and, and I think learning how to just surrender to that and, and to do so in a, in a healthy way, um, in a therapeutic way is, is, is really what helps people, I think, manage as, as best they can. Yeah. How do you help people come to peace with the process? I feel like that's really lofty in the middle of, you know, how we refer to it as a trauma. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I mean, I think you're using a very important word too, is recognizing that what some women are going through is trauma, is traumatic. And, and so I, I think there's strategies that we use to help reduce the, the experience of distress that, you know, we're you know, experiencing emotionally or physically through, you know, trauma-informed techniques, whether it's body work or breath work or, you know, um, some kind of journaling to, to, to help with, you know, rewiring kind of neural pathways, things like that. But, you know, surrendering to the process means you don't have to like it. It just means that you're learning how to manage. And I feel like there's a sense of mindfulness that goes along with that, that people recognize you're doing everything that you can within your power, you know? Um, it's the doctor's job and science's job to do what science does, but you're doing everything that, that you can. Mm -hmm. And so it's really helping you stay connected to that truth, that foundation, and, and, and knowing that, okay, yeah, we, we can't control the outcome, but we can control how you handle yourself while we're trying to get whatever outcome. Yeah. You spoke of mindfulness and uh, John Kabat-Zinn, he does a writing. Are you familiar with him? I'm not. I'm not. I'm fascinated. He does a lot of work on mindfulness. He's, you know, that big mastermind stuff that's going around that all professionals are doing. He's doing one on mindfulness. And he has a quote that I'm going to butcher because I butcher quotes, Okay, but it says something like mindfulness is paying attention in the present on purpose and doing so non-judgmentally. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And I use that outside of even um, mindfulness. I think that's grief. We need to pay attention on purpose. We're not going to push it off to the side mm -hmm. and we're going to do it non-judgmentally. Exactly. And I, I, you know, and to take that a step further, it's like, can we, you know, do that in a compassionate way? Um, in a you know, way that's just, yeah, like honoring what, what comes up and, and appreciating it for, for what it is. And I, I love that quote. Mm. And you, you mentioned something too, that I think is very important to talk about in terms of this, this process, but grief, yeah. um, because I believe that infertility and infertility stress and trauma is so is inextricably, inextricably linked to, to grief and mainly disenfranchised grief because it's not something, you know, I, I think we as a society, you know, we have a very clear sense of what grieving looks like or what grief, you know, looks like when someone dies. Um, but we don't always think about infertility and grief, you know, together, but there's a loss of, you know, layers of loss that go along. So with many of them. Yes. So many of them, the loss of, you know, growing your family the way that you had anticipated the loss that goes along with, um, you know, cycles that didn't happen or, you know, have gotten canceled or, um, failed transfers. Um, and for those of us who are in the pregnancy loss club, you know, just the, 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 the loss that goes along with that too. Um, and for those who've never been pregnant, that's a loss. There's so many layers of loss that, you know, I think go into this as well. That deserve the attention mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Of, of grief. Yes, for sure. For sure. 
-hmm. and, you know, and really honoring that because disenfranchised grief is grief that doesn't necessarily get honored um, in the mainstream. And so it becomes even more important that we find ways to create space for it. Yeah. There's a big park in Tokyo, I believe it is, that is just dedicated, like a, a city block park that is wow. just dedicated to the memories of those who we've miscarried or lost in pregnancy. How beautiful is that? You know, it's something so socially acceptable over there to honor the grief process of pregnancy loss. Wow. And we feel like, I remember after my first miscarriage, I, a part of it was innocence, but I, I called my boss. I was already working as a therapist at this time not knowing really much of what my body was going to go through. And I said, just give me a day. I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I'll be back in two days. Little did I know that I had to deliver said mm. baby product of conception, whatever mm -hmm. you, however you want to refer to it. But we minimize this whole process and say, I hear my clients say all the time, somebody's got it harder. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And mindfulness says I'm okay with my own grief and it deserves to be honored. It does. It does. And I'm not going to put shame on it either. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Grief is valid. Mm -hmm. Grief is valid for sure. And, and it deserves to be, it deserves to be honored. And I love that, that, that park, that idea and, and, and normalizing, you know, mourning the, the loss of the, the, the babies that, that were gone too soon and, and, and really, you know, making it okay to, to express that. I, oh, that's a beautiful idea. Such a beautiful idea. So Dr. Lori, how else do you support and encourage your clients going through this journey? Yes. You know, I think that I, I meet them where they are. Um, you know, I try to model a sense of compassion while also, you know, trying to, you know, educate a little bit around, you know, what they're, they're going through. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's surrendering to the process. It is making peace with the process. And, and I always like to remind clients too, because when I see some, you know, some women in particular comparing their journeys to, to others and, you know, and, and I think that the, the comparison, it's a thief of joy and it can really set us up, you know, and, and to, to, to play some pretty nasty mind tricks on us about where we should be and or where we could be. And, and I always like to tell my clients, you know, your struggles aren't defining you. They don't define you. How you handle them does. And so look at how you're handling this right now. Um, you know, honor what you have the capacity to do and, and really helping them honor that, that strength, that personal strength that, um, that's really, I think, you know, all women going through this process have it, whether they believe it or not. And it's really helping them build a sense of resilience in all of yes. this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Wow. Where were you when I was going through that? I know. <laughs> You know, it's like, I, we, you know, this, so much of how I practice now is based on 
what we were talking about before is just like what we might have needed, you know, when like several years ago. And, and, and I'm so glad that, you know, like you have this platform to connect to, to women going through the, the journey. Um, and, you know, we're doing work in, in whatever corner of the universe and the internet that, that we can to, to help bridge these gaps, you know, that were there for, for us. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, it's, it's really nice because we're able to be there for each other and to really support each other in the work too. And that just makes it even more inspiring. Yeah. So as we wrap up, if you had a way that you wanted to encourage somebody or a final nugget of truth mm-hmm. that you wanted to share with the listeners that are, you know, that are raw, that mm-hmm. are right in the middle of the journey that changed us, mm-hmm. what would you say to them? What piece of truth can we offer them? Oh, wow. What would I say? Um, you know, one thing that I would say, I, I think what I just said earlier about, you know, your struggles don't define you, how you handle them does, but also knowing, allowing yourself to be held by others, allowing others mm-hmm. to hold space because there are women further along in the journey and that can be a touchstone for what it looks like when you're further along. So trying not to get too far ahead of yourself or, you know, trying to have the next step figured out, but knowing that you're doing the best that you can with what you have at the time. And, you know, the, the, the goal is definitely to have, you know, a, a particular outcome. And even if you don't have that outcome, um, you know, there's space for you and there's mm. support for you and there are people who want to love on you and to show you that any path that, unfold for you that you will be supported and loved. Wow. I love that. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Now, Dr. Lori, if people wanted in California, wanted to work with you Mm -hmm. or if they want to find you on Instagram or your website, how do they do that? Yes. So my Instagram handle is Dr. Lori Johnson and that's D-R-L-O-R-E-E, Johnson common spelling. My website is drlorijohnson.com and it's really easy to just send me a note through there if you're interested in working with me or know someone in the area who who might need a therapist Mm. who specializes in in fertility and loss. So love to to speak to you. Yeah. You're a gift. Thank you you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And thank you for sharing your gift with me today in your space. Mm. Thanks everybody for joining us. We'll be back next week. Have a great week. Go out and thrive. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Thrive in Fertility brought to you by the Quillet Institute. Don't forget to check us out online at thequillitinstitute.com or at the Quillet Institute on Instagram and Facebook. Have a great day.